Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Almost there. Boom. All right, good. Praise the Lord. Are y'all excited to be in, in the house of the Lord again? Yes. Yeah. Is somebody just excited to be alive today? Yes. Yes. All right. If you are excited to be in the house, I believe God has a word, not just for me, but and not just for you, but I believe God has a word for the kingdom today. Uh, we are still talking about spiritual warfare. Somebody say spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. All right. Last week, we learned about the names of uh, the devil. We went through the Bible and we understood that names are character, characteristics uh, of Satan. We learned that on last week. And so today... If you have something to write on, I encourage you to do so, uh, because today is a very strategic lesson, all right? Very strategic, okay? And, and the reason why today's lesson is very strategic is because we're talking about knowing, come on somebody, knowing the enemy's strategy. Okay. Anybody want to know the enemy's strategy? Yes. What's going to be funny is, y'all going to hear some of this, y'all going to go, is that what they've been trying to do to me? Is that what they've been trying to do to me? You're going to recognize some of the strategies, some of the tactics, and some of the techniques of the enemy today. You're going to learn some of that, and you're going to recognize, watch this, some of y'all going to recognize, I think I've seen this before, okay? Because this is not a, a, some overblown, over-spiritualized thing. Some of us deal with these strategies that the, that the evil one has been aiming at us. Some of y'all been dealing with this stuff all of your lives. And I'm saying today, not only are we going to learn about it, we're going to talk about some of the things that you can do to fend off the tactics of the enemy. Amen? Anybody want to know that? Yeah. All right. Some of y'all, you got some folk in your household. You need to know this so you can go home and tell them, hey, let me help you right through here. You trying to figure out what to do at work. You trying to figure out what to do with your in that relationship with that other that idiot that you that you rolling with. Let me help you with what you can do to protect yourself from the tactics and the strategy of the enemy. And we're going to talk about that today. All right. So I hope y'all are ready. Are y'all ready? Y'all yeah. better talk back to me today because I don't feel well. Y'all better talk back to me today. I'll be done laid down right here. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. First thing I want us to understand today, uh, I want us to understand very, very specifically is, is that we are talking about spiritual warfare. All right. Spiritual warfare. And as it relates to spiritual warfare, what we need to understand is that there needs to be on everyone's part a strategy for how we overcome what comes against us. Okay? Now, here's what's important about spiritual warfare. Like anything. Okay? Like anything, Brother Jerry. Like anything. All right? There's, there, unless you are the, the, uh, the Harlem Globetrotters. Unless you're the Harlem Globetrotters, you know that when you're in a battle, it go back and forth. Forth and back. That means that at times... You're on the offense. But then at other times, you're on the what? Defense. 
defense, right? So this spiritual battle that we're in is like a tug of war. It's not like this, that, that, that you tugging and you never have an advantage. At times you have an advantage and other times you at a disadvantage. Amen. Okay, so there is a strategy that you have to deploy that has to understand that you sometimes are on the offense with the devil and that sometimes that you on the defense. Amen. Is that making sense? All right. So so because sometimes you're on the offense and other times you're on the defense, it's important to know that we have to be proactive in warfare. And sometimes we have to be reactive in warfare. All right. Sometimes you need to be bonking the devil on the head and other times you need to have your armor on because the devil going to be bonking you. (laughs) Okay, And don't you sit up here and lie to me and act like you ain't never been bonked by the devil. Don't play that. All right. That's self-righteous indignation. Don't come up in here with that. All of us been bonked by the devil. And if you sitting here saying you ain't been born, you being bonked right now. (laughs) Just by the very fact you trying to act like you ain't never been bonked. (laughs) <laughs> all right but here's the good news again i gotta go back to brother jerry Brother jerry is very difficult to win a game when you only got three tools in your toolbox you ain't got but three plays all right but here's the deal oh i hate to do this one to y'all but when the devil goes on offense with us the devil only has three weapons in his arsenal he only got three <laughs> He's only got three. He only has three weapons to beat y'all down with. And they're strategic weapons. That means they roll in sequence. Oh, I hope y'all are hearing me today. I hope y'all are hearing me. All right. The devil only has three weapons. Now, all of these three weapons, the reason why y'all sitting there going, it's got to be more than three. It's got to be more than three. I need somebody to turn to, I need you to turn to this. Ephesians 6. Ephesians 6. And somebody got to read between Ephesians 6, 12 through 17. Ephesians 6. This is why you're confused with this. Because y'all like, okay, now I'm feeling you three weapons, but it be coming like it feels like it's like, like a thousand weapons. Feel like a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? It's only three, but my God, it seems like it's so much. You got it? Ephesians 6, I need you to read 12 through 17. 12 through 17. Read it out loud so they can hear. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against All right, you start right there. Now, these three tools come at you in all these different ways. Sometimes the team that's aiming at you is a power team. Y'all hear me? At other times, okay, you finished with that game. Now it's time to go to game two. Now game two, you're going to be dealing with wickedness. But now wickedness, guess what? Using the same three tools. Different teams, same tools. Are you hearing me? All right? That's why you get up in the morning, you think it's your husband or your wife. Same three tools. Then you go to work, it's, 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 it's your manager. Same three tools. You driving down the street, you driving down the street, somebody cut you off, and then they blow at you like it was your fault. Same three tools. You hear me? And then, and then them, them children, them children, them, them children, you know, them children that won't seem to go away. Seem like they, you, can't, you let them go, they, they flew the coop, and the coop came back. 
Guess what? Same three tools. All right. Different teams. Same three tools. Powers, wickedness in high places. Y'all hear me? Principalities. Okay. Same three tools. All right. Oh, I I just hate to do this to y'all. Oh, God. Here's the first one. Y'all ready? I know y'all want to know this. I know y'all want to know this. The first tool or weapon in the enemy's arsenal is deception. Somebody say deception. Deception. Somebody know what perception is? Okay. Per, with, sap, see. What do I see? Right? Perspective, perception. Well, as soon as you put D in front of set, what does that mean? I mean, what you're looking at ain't necessarily what you're looking at. I mean, what you see ain't necessarily what you see. And the way the enemy looks at deception is, is that, is that the enemy wants, wants you to believe that what you're looking at is what you're really looking at. So that means that, that, the, that the enemy is, is all about lies. Y'all hear me? All right, who do I need? I need somebody to look this one up. Look this one up, okay? I need you to look this up. Genesis 2, 17. I tell you what, this side over here, I want y'all to look up Genesis 2, 17. Over here, I want y'all to look up Genesis 3, 4. Genesis 3, 4, okay? Because here's the deal. We talked about this last week. Spiritual warfare is a factor of strongholds that are built up on the inside of you. And strongholds are built up on the inside of you when you believe a lie. And that lie, you believe it and you allow it to take routine action in your life. That means that every time you face an opportunity to tell the truth, that lie in your mind takes over and you routinely, instead of going right, you routinely go left because of the lie. Y'all don't hear me. Oh, Jesus. All right. Oh, 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 okay. Where do we see this? We see this in scriptures. All right. I need somebody to read Genesis 2.17. Genesis 2.17. Who's got it? Over here on this side. Go ahead and read it. Somebody go read it out loud. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. That's it. Uh oh. Is that truth or is that a lie? That's the truth. Because God said it. It's in God's word. God said the day, He said, He said, stay away from that tree because the day of the day that you eat of it, what's gonna happen? You will surely die. That's the truth. Now, somebody over on this side, you got uh, Genesis 3 4. Somebody read 3 4 out loud. And the serpent said to the woman, You shall not surely die. Uh, uh, uh. What? Well, wait a minute. Ye shall not surely die? The day, if you eat of it, ye shall surely die? Ye shall not surely die. You're going to die. You're not going to die. You're going to die. You're not going to die. What is the serpent trying to do? He's trying to trick her. He's trying to deceive her. And how is he doing it? 
twisting it. He's calling the truth. He's calling God a what? A liar. And so now that he is calling her a liar, he is literally changing the way the tree looks. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Now, all of a sudden, the tree don't look the same now, does it? <laughs> Why? The tree don't look the same because now what she see, the serpent is trying to get her to see that what you see ain't what you see. <laughs> Strategies of the enemy. Oh, okay, where you use this one? All of this is good. Some of you, you can stop the enemy just by understanding that if the word of God says you're going to die and, and somebody else says that you don't, well, here's the problem. What if they say that you don't and you don't know what the word of God says? <gasps> now what? Because all the enemy wants to do is the enemy wants to convince you that, that what you're doing, the word of God doesn't say there's anything wrong with what you're doing. You can live together. Nobody said you had to be married. Wait a minute. What does the word of God say? Right? Oh, it's okay for me to, to take this. Ain't nobody going to miss this. Wait a minute. What does the word of God say? Oh, it's okay for me not to tell this person uh, uh, that I forgive them. They the one messed up. Wait a minute. What does the word of God say? The word of God says forgive. Lest ye be forgiven. You can't be forgiven unless you forgive. If the word of God says that, then who told you that you couldn't forgive? I'm just asking. I'm just saying what I'm saying. You're going to die. You're not going to die. <laughs> okay? You okay? You're not okay. Or you're not okay, you're okay. Either way. Problem. Strategy of the devil. Number one, he wants to get you to believe that the lie is okay. And then what's the second tactic? I'm almost done. See, we, we almost done. See, this is just quick, quick one. The second tactic, y'all ready? I've already said it. Once the devil has convinced you that the word of God is not true and that you're supposed to believe a lie, the number two is temptation. Temptation. Yeah. Now you, now you know how you fall into those traps. Because, because sex before marriage, what's wrong with it? When I look at it on TV, it looks fun. You've been deceived. That's not what the word of God says. And so all of a sudden, the thing that was forbidden for you to do temptation you are now enticed because that thing no longer looks bad it doesn't look deadly right bad judgment y'all don't hear me this is, must be just for me I don't know so now Eve because she now has heard a lie the tree now is enticing to her Okay, so now she is allowing herself to be deceived by the lie and the temptation is now encouraging her to think differently about the tree. Somebody turn to uh, Matthew 
Oh, no, you don't have to turn to it. You don't have to turn to it. Uh, Psalm, Psalm 119. That's what I want you to turn to. <laughs> All right. So the devil wants you to think that the things that, that God has forbidden are harmless to you. Okay. Now all of us know Jesus was tempted in Jesus was tempted by the devil. And the devil says, Oh, it's okay. Just jump off the building. Just jump off. Just jump down. Yeah, it's all right. You're gonna be saved. Oh, just turn the uh, turn the stones in the, in the bread. That's okay. You'll be all right. Okay? The, but what does Jesus do? Jesus says, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me first of all check what I know about the word of God. Because if the word of God says that man shall not live by bread alone, then I'm not going to be tempted to turn the, the, the stones into bread as you asked me to because of what I know the word of God says. Have I said enough about that? It's hard to be deceived when you know what the word of God says. Am I... Am I Y'all got to talk to me. Help me. I feel like I'm talking to myself. It's hard to be deceived. I mean, it's hard to be deceived about anything. If you know, I mean, my, you know, my kids come up to me. They be trying to deceive me. Tia, can you believe that? Can you believe that my kids try to deceive me? Right? I've been on this earth for 43, almost 44 years. And my five-year-old <laughs> tries to get over on me what's the problem dude dude <laughs> I was not born yesterday can you believe that Tia can you believe that that he tried to get over on me yeah like I'm like come on dude been there done that you know oh my god <laughs> temptation alright so so somebody read Psalm 119.11 and this gets then this gets into why I'm saying. This gets into what I'm saying. Go ahead. By words uh, have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. All right. Do we need to read that again? Or did y'all get that? Thy word, what does that mean? Thy word have I hid. What does that mean? That I've kept it. I've kept it. I have it in a place where I don't need to break open the Bible in order to get to it. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it's okay, yeah, you can walk around with the Bible if you want to. But some stuff you just need to hide in your heart. And you need more to hide in your heart than Jesus wept, Steve. Okay? Yeah, Jesus did weep. He was sad. Lazarus died. I'm with that. I'm good at that. But sometimes you need to know some other things. You know what I'm saying? You need to know trust in the Lord with all your heart. You need to know that. You see what I'm saying? You need to know, know more. You have to have it hidden in your heart. Why? Because while Jesus might, Jesus might work over here, it may not work over there. You need something else over there. You need something going to work at home. You need something going to work in the car. You need something going to work when you get to work. You need something going to work at the family union. You need something going to work at work at, at church. You need some word that, that's hidden in your heart so that you might not what? Sin against who? I'm just saying. That's Psalm 119. When the enemy tempts you, he's showing you a worm. But behind the worm, somebody needs to know is a hook. And what can show you the hook? The word of God. Does that make sense? 
The devil's showing you the worm. But if you've got the word hidden in your heart, when you look at that worm, the word of God says, you know what? There's a hook in that worm. And I don't think I'm going to take a, I don't think I'm going to aim at that thing. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone. Y'all, y'all, that's good. I'm just saying that's good. I appreciate that. Number three in the strategy. Are y'all ready? Number one is deception. And he only got three tools. Deception. His second tool is temptation. Because once he deceives you, what you were looking at no longer looks the same. And the third thing, and this is the one that gets most of us, that, that just, just, just messes all of us up, is accusation. Accusation. He accuses you. All right? And somebody knows Revelation. Y'all heard it before. Revelation 20, uh, Revelation 12, the Bible calls the devil the accuser of the brethren. Right? And so what does he do? The devil deceives you. Then you are then tempted. When you fall, the devil has a tendency to take what you just did and use the guilt to rub it in your face and to make you feel so bad about what you just did that you no longer feel worthy to be forgiven. Right? Is that how it works? A little cycle. Because once you feel guilty, once you no longer feel worthy, no matter what God says to you, you say, oh, I know you offer me. I know you've given me your grace. I know you've offered me new mercies I see. I know every day I get up this new, 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 but I just don't feel worthy. I don't see how I say, I, you might be able to forgive me for what I did, but I just can't forgive myself. Right? So how does the enemy get you stuck? The enemy gets you stuck because the enemy makes you feel like you are so worthless because of what you just did. You condemn yourself each and every day you wake up. You condemn yourself. And you throw your hands up and you say, oh, well, I can't get past that one. He's the accuser of the brethren. And now that you've messed up, the devil will never let you live it down. Anybody know anybody like that? They're in situations and help is available to them. Y'all know we talk about this. They hit the smorgasbord, but they, they're hungry. And you sit and everybody stands back and they go, now how are you starving? And you up in here where there's all this food. Because they don't think they're worthy to sit at the table and eat. Oh, Jesus. All right, y'all ready? Because we got to get past this. We're almost done. We got to get past this. All right. So now what's the number one tactic of the enemy? Number one was what? Deception. Deception. Number two is what? Number three is what? Accusation. Accusation. Okay. So, Pastor G, how is it that I can get past deception? Somebody Ephesians 6, 14. We've already read 14 once, but I need you to read 14. 14 through 17. Ephesians 6, 14 through 17. Ephesians 6, 14 through 17. Okay. 
Oh, Lord, I'm, all, I'm doing really good here. Got seven minutes left for those who are listening online. You got it? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Breastplate, uh-huh. And All right. How do we beat up on deception? There's two things I want us to get. I want you to write these down, too. Those who are online, write it down. Tweet this back to me. Let me know that you got this one. All right. The first thing is the belt of truth. Have your, lo- your loins girded about with the what? Hmm. That's the belt of truth. What is the belt of truth? Truth. What is truth? The word of God. See, now some of y'all, you, some of y'all missed this one, but here we go again. Did you notice that in verse 17, it also says the sword of the spirit, which is the what? Isn't that interesting? That it mentions truth, which is the word of God. And then the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Isn't it interesting that that shows up twice? Is there any reason why it would show up twice? Anybody wonder? If you don't wonder, I'm not going to tell you. I had to do that. Give me a chance to drink my water. All right. The reason why it shows up twice is because this battle is not one way. We said it at the beginning. Sometimes you got to be on the offense and sometimes you got to be on the defense. The belt is for defense. The sword is for offense. So believe it or not, the word of God serves two purposes. The word of God is your belt and your sword. You can use the word of God to protect you, but you can also use it to slay the devil. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Yeah, I told y'all this was for me. It ain't for y'all. This one for me. Y'all ain't getting this one. The belt, the, the, the belt is the word of God, but it is used to protect you from the what? The lies of the enemy. If you had a word of God with you, when the lies come at you, you can snuff them out. Oh, man. No, hey, you know what? I, I, I. Uh, I, you know, and I don't mean to go here, but I, I'm going to do it because it's relevant. I was watching uh, the, uh, the guy who had went in the, into, into the uh, movie theater and shot up all those people. Lord, bless them, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, bless all of them. Bless the families. God bless everybody. Bless the city. Bless the mayor. Bless the police. Bless him. Bless everybody in that whole situation. Let me just say that real quick. But I was noticing, anybody see him when he walked into court, his court appearance for the first time? Anybody analyze that whole piece? You see how they analyze that whole piece? And, and, and I think most folk kind of see what's really trying to happen. All right. Somebody trying to give us a lie. You look at him. Anybody watching? Oh, come on. Anybody watch that? Oh, come on. Oh, come on. But see, when you got the word of God, the Bible says thou shalt not kill. Right. You kill. And now you're trying to show us. 
a lie. Oh, wait a minute. And one of the attorneys said, okay, we have too much evidence. Watch this. We have too much evidence that showed that for three months, you strategically planned and prepared yourself for one day of mass murder. So how is it with the evidence that you have shown us over three months that all of a sudden you sleepy? All of a sudden, you under the influence. All of a sudden, you insane. For three months, you have given us evidence that you are in your right mind. And all, all of a sudden, you crazy. Right, you getting a PhD. What? Okay, I'm just saying. When you know the truth, I mean, they're sitting back saying this is an open. Some of y'all, y'all situation you're in is an open and shut case. All you have to do is just go back and just look over your life and think things over. All of your good days outweigh your bad days. So why are you complaining? I'm just saying. Your stuff is an open and shut case. And you letting somebody convince you. I'm just, I, I'm just saying. He tried to get everybody convinced. But when you've got the word of God, it says, thou shalt not kill. You killed, don't bring me no lies. You messed up. The word of God will protect you from those lies. And so these people, they know the law, right? And so the law is protected. They say, dude, you, there's too much evidence. No, don't bring us a lie. We ain't going to. And so what does the sword do? The sword is designed to tear down the existing strongholds that you have set up, those patterns that you have set up in your mind that allows you to see that lie and to go left when you should go right. Because you see that lie. The lie lets you go left when you should go right. Y'all hear what I'm saying? And so, so how do we, how do we get to a place where we allow the word of God to do that? You need. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.